are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Before we get started today, I want to talk to you about our great friends over at DynastyOwner.com. Make sure you go check them out. They are the right way to play. I mean, of course, the way we normally play Dynasty Fantasy Football is fantastic, but they do it the way the NFL does it. There's a salary cap. There's budgets. It's really, really specific. So if you want to test your skills, head on over to dynastyowner.com forward slash rewind. No new leagues forming now, but there's always orphans or ragamuffins, however you want to call them. Um, that is another, a ragamuffin is another term for an orphan. So I saw it on Twitter. So it must be true. So so check out if there's any ragamuffin teams over on dynastyowner.com. Just let them know that the guys over at the Dynasty Rewind sent you. Uh, we love them because they love us or we love... It doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, joining us, we got Shevin Nooney. What's good, Chev? It's good to see you again, bud. Yeah, it's good to be a guest back on the show this week. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a, it's been a rough couple of weeks at work, boys. So definitely glad to get back in and get back into action, man. Ready to talk some football with the boys. Oh man, I've been ready to talk some football all day. Um, it has been a long week at work. Today felt like it was about twenty hours long. I know someone that could share that sentiment. He had forty stops today. We got Porkman joining us. How you doing, Porkman? It was a struggle today. Got stuck with the rain all week, you know, getting drenched on. So it's been pretty brutal. But Friday is the highlight of my week. And especially tomorrow, my daughter has soccer. So that's fun, too. But speaking of uh, just today, it's it's just a fun time to be with the boys. Like always. How you doing, Mitch? Good to see you again. My wife checking in. Hi. Love you. Uh, the Backer Fantasy Show checking in. Randomly stumbled upon this. Is this a show about VCR tapes? I'm sorry, it is not about VCR tapes. We are about Betamax and 8-Tracks over at the Dynasty Rewind. But thank you for checking in. My very own Nate checking in. Miss you guys. We miss you too. Nate's going to be back next week. He's not going to be here on Tuesday night. Uh, but Nate is taking so much deserved time away with his wife. So, Nate, we hope you have fun. We do miss you too. Um, I actually have some pertinent information in the news that will kind of sadden Nate. We'll get to that in a little bit. So everybody's doing good. It is great to be back. Friday night, one of my favorite nights of the week for two reasons. One, I don't have to look at Sam at work tomorrow. And two, get to hang out with my boys and talk some fantasy. Um, <laughs> back of fantasy show saying, I've watched Die Hard so many times with VHS. For me, it was Predator and Terminator on VHS, but uh, Die Hard, fantastic as well. This Mine would be... Mine would be Nickelodeon, the Rugrats, <laughs> that orange VCR the tape. Orange, I remember that. That was the best. My sister had that. She played the crap out of that. So, I watched um, The Lion King forever, 5,000 times. Just about to say that. My sister would watch The Lion King. She would take it out, put it in the rewinder, and put it right back in. So I think there was a span of a couple years where that was the only thing going on in our house so uh frank chipping in checking in saying hi what's up frank good to see you we got nate markham from over at fantasy and frames he's checking in as well check me out over on their channel 11 ish a.m doing starts and sits on sunday morning troy beastie checking in how you doing good to see you here and um now the back row fantasy show is getting (laughs) that's just (laughs) 
Sorry, <laughs> I, Dad. I, um, Dad Sean, come on. Dad doesn't come here when Chef's not here. So. <laughs> Sean said he used to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who didn't? Um, and Pop's checking in. How you doing, Pop's? Good to see you. Um, so everybody's good. Let's do and talk about a little bit of news here. Okay, so in case anyone's wondering, a lot of trade talks have been going on. Uh, trade deadline is Tuesday, November 3rd at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And listen, Predator Slander will not be tolerated, Backrow Fantasy Show, because that is one of the greatest movies of all time, okay? You get to the chopper. You see? That's right. <laughs> Terrible. You- all right. <laughs> you know what? Oh, here it's a- <laughs> Dynasty Vipers also checking in. Sup, my brother. Hey. See, look at this. Pops and What's Dynasty up? Vipers only check in when, when Chev's here. Chev, we need you on every week. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, hey, talk to the boss, man. I know how it is. Houston closes all their facilities after a positive COVID <laughs> test. The team is on a bye this week, although it appears the way they're playing that they've been on a bye um, all week. Um, New York Giants and the Los Angeles Chargers have also had players test positive. Minnesota running back Dalvin Cook, he's going to be active versus Green Bay. Green Bay can't talk already. Seattle running back Chris Carson is listed as a game-time decision with that midfoot sprain, as is Carlos Hyde and Travis Homer. Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown, he's going to be ready for week nine. The Buccaneers play the Giants on Monday, if you want to call that a game. Jacksonville head coach Doug Marone to make changes after the bye. Kind of curious as to what he has planned there. And Gardner Minshew has a thumb fracture. He may miss, may miss the next game. So Mike Glennon season, everybody. Well, they actually, they actually said it was going to be Jake Luton was going to be starting. He already considered out for week nine. Okay. Jake. Wow. So Jake Luton. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you guys this. In a pinch, it's a two-quarterback league. You have to start two quarterbacks, obviously. <laughs> you got one that you're playing, and then everybody else that you have is on a bye. You feel comfortable starting Jake Luton? Or maybe like if Ben DiNucci is still the starter, we feel comfortable oh, with that? Yeah. I mean, you so, have to start too. So in the, in the league I'm in with Chev with the full IDP, I'm in quarterback hell. I only have Matt Stafford. And the only quarterback <laughs> available is Ben DiNucci. So I was like, you know what? F it. I'm going to pick him up. See what happens. You never know. <laughs> could be garbage time. Could be negative points. Could be garbage. <laughs> you, you never know. It is one of those things. Yeah. Um, all right. So the NFL plans for a 20% seating capacity. at Super Bowl LV in Tampa. Fans will be in pods six feet apart and masks will be required because, hey, fuck the pandemic. There's money to be made. Green Bay has inquired about Houston wide receiver Will Fuller. This kind of piques my interest. If he gets there, I might all of a sudden be interested in Will Fuller. Um, Chef, I'm going to need you to touch on this one a little bit more for me. I saw a tweet from Adam Schefter. Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson is in the concussion protocol. Um, I just heard about it this week. How worried are we about his availability this week? Yeah, so I would definitely be worried for sure. It looks like he's going to be doubtful for this next game. Okay. Uh, so uh, somebody's going to have to step up in that wide receiver core uh, if the ball can get thrown to him accurately. Uh, but I'm guessing Robinson's going to be out this week. So Darnell Mooney, and do you think Anthony Miller could be a good play? Possibly? Yeah, he could be. I'm, I think Mooney definitely has a chance to blow up this week. This is his time to shine, uh, being the only target there. He's been consistently open. He's just been consistently overthrown or underthrown. Uh, so hopefully he can get back on putting up some good games this week. And I think he's going to be definitely one of my starts 
uh, in a couple leagues I'm having. I think he has a good chance to uh, go out there and get a bunch of targets like Allen Robinson would. So fire up the Mooney train. Okay, perfect. Um, So Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman has a knee injury. He's expected to miss time. Apparently that could also require surgery. And Nikhil Harry has already been ruled out for Sunday as well. Um, Jared Wackerly wants to know, can Mooney get an accurate pass? Chev, I don't know. What do you think, man? Who's the third string quarterback in Chicago? Do they have one? Trey Burns probably going to come back and post a couple passes. I've heard. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Jared Wackerly. I mean, we would love to see him at quarterback. I would be super excited to see uh, old Jay Wack out there. Yeah. Sign him. Let's go. Um, So, Eagles wide receiver Jalen Rager has been cleared to play Sunday versus the Cowboys. Uh, potential number one draft pick Trevor Lawrence test positive for COVID. So he might miss two games. Um, not that Clemson really needs him to be honest with you. That, that team is a steamroller. Uh, Devonta Freeman misses Thursday practice. I think he also missed practice today with an ankle injury suffered last week against the Eagles. Aaron Jones has not been practicing and he has been ruled out for Sunday. Jamal Williams to start AJ Dillon. Chev. Can you get anything from AJ Dillon, hey, maybe? He's going to start in one of my leagues, and that's going to be the rookie league. That rookie we league. That's all I got. <laughs> you know what? That rookie league is actually one of my favorites. So um, shout out to Nate uh, putting together this league. All rookies. That's all you can have on your team. And we drafted that before any of these team guys had a home. Team is so bad. <laughs> but, hey, but here's the thing. You drafted guys that you believed in, as we all did. Yeah. So – you never know it's these guys aren't really some of them aren't getting a chance and it is what it is and i think only i think porkman is the only team that doesn't have a quarterback now yeah no that's tough (laughs) but you got van jefferson so that's good that's fine yeah (laughs) Uh, tackling tackling machine van jefferson (laughs) um Joe Mixon misses Friday practice. He's been declared out, so Giovanni Bernard will start. Mm-hmm. Jameson Crowder listed as doubtful and is unlikely to play. Brashad Perryman ruled out with a concussion. Uh, Denver and Minnesota both had positive COVID tests on Friday morning. Austin Hooper, Garrett, is out again on Sunday with the uh, appendix or whatever. Um, Miles Sanders and Alshon Jeffrey ruled out for Sunday. Lane Johnson will be back, so a little bit of a mm-hmm a boost for Boston Scott. The Saints have ruled out wide receivers Michael Thomas and Marquez Callaway. I even know that's what I was talking about before Nate. He was talking about Marquez Callaway is a good dynasty stash. I still think he could be, just not this week. San Francisco running back Jarek McKinnon is battling tired legs. Join the club, Jarek. And <laughs> the Bible. What doctor told him he has tired legs, bro? <laughs> that's like saying you have crazy legs. So Wake them up. Was that load management? Is that what LeBron's yeah, been going through? That's what, that's what makes just, that load management. Just forgot it, to call it that. It's, it's like, can we start this guy if we need to, though? I'm kind of worried about it. You know what I mean? I started wow. him last week, and I was lucky that I got the win, but it was really close. You got me yeah. a negative point. Um, last I'm piece not- of news. Your bye weeks, Arizona, Houston, Jacksonville, Washington are your four buys this week. And... Um, Porkman, question from Mitch. How are you feeling about your van greater than Justin Jefferson? Take there, Porkman. I'm still standing by it. Don't do it. Just maybe got, not. This, the, the, the football is only for, it's more than one year. It goes on for years to come. So we'll see. This, this is bet, this bet don't, about. though. Huh? This, this, this bet don't. This is true. No, I don't know. Actually, we well, could do hey, this bet every year. I mean, I'm fine with I'll that. I'll do it every year. That's fine. All right, until I die. Oh, I just got an update. Van Jefferson just retired. 
<laughs> no way. I'm just kidding. Crazy. <laughs> um, Porkman, do you remember when I said I thought Josh Reynolds was going to have a good year and you said Van Jefferson was better? I'm just curious how that's going. Van Jefferson is better than him. I just hate that they're giving him all these god darn snaps. Josh um, Reynolds not that good. He's I, no, I, give, I, give him, I give him props. Josh Reynolds having a good year, but I still believe him. I still believe Van is better than him. He's just a rookie and you know he's going to get his feet wet. I do have one more piece of news here. It just says Antonio Gibson. How was he doing? <laughs> I don't know. Other than going against the Cowboys and roasting them. You know what? I really didn't think. I never thought in my life I'd see the Cowboys be this bad. Yeah. I, with, with the talent they have on that team, it, it makes absolutely no sense. They're always just, competitive. And just getting destroyed. Like it's yeah, never like. Cooked. And now they're they they got rid of two D tackles, I believe, and they just mm-hmm. traded for a seventh round cornerback because it fits their system. Did I'm just waiting. Did you guys see Danucci told the Eagles defensive line to bring the heat? He got to do something. He's trying to fire up his squad. He he might have some tired legs after that one. You know, you know what his initials are. His his name is Ben Anthony Danucci. You know what that stands for? Bad. He's gonna get cooked <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, also, I want to know, hey, Roger Goodell, huge fan of the show. Shout out to Roger Goodell. Um, why have you not flexed Baltimore and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. into the Sunday night game? They really like, should have. Like, seriously, look, here's the thing. As an Eagles fan, also, I'm a fan of going to bed early. So help me out here, man. Like, seriously. Because you're old. <laughs> <laughs> I may be old, but I'm not middle-aged. <laughs> I, I took a... I took a survey yesterday, and I was still in the 26 to 35 age bracket, so I felt pretty good about that. But uh, in January, I'm going to be in the next bracket. So um, do we want to talk about Thursday's game at all? We had a bit of a burner, had a bit of a scare. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves going out for a little bit. P.J. Walker coming in. Uh, P.J. Walker's got a better arm than I remember. I can tell you that. He's got some zip to his passes there. But um, you guys have anything you want to talk about the game aside from D.J. Moore or not? D.J. Less. Maybe. I don't know. Nice to see Curtis Samuel getting on the board with a couple of TDs, man. I love seeing that. Uh, it just seems like a guy that is just waiting to do something and just never happens. It's just he gets injured or something happens. Mm-hmm. So definitely good to see him getting involved. Hopefully he can keep it up. Chev, good point to that. Um, real quick, he is on my benches everywhere. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter today, and I'm sorry if you're watching or listening, maybe. Somebody was saying that Sleeper was talking about possibly giving Curtis Samuel running back wide receiver designation. He really should, though. Please, because, because that would did. help out so many of my rosters. He he played majority running back in college, so I'm surprised mm-hmm. they didn't really give him that designation to start with anyway. Yeah, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, you know, Curtis Samuel's usually project, projected like 7 to 11 points around there, mm-hmm. depending on the matchup. So... If I could put him into my lineup instead of a guy like Royce Freeman, that would help <laughs> me out a lot. You know what I mean? You know how it goes. Royce Freeman. There have been times. Porkman, we could talk yeah. about my Sons of Dynasty roster a little oh bit if you want. <laughs> I love that team. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me you have a lot of picks, man. He does. Um, okay. He got more, I think. He, got, he so, made a trade the other day. I just moved Travis Fulgham for a second-round pick. Was it a second? It was a second. Yeah. So 
Because I sent it to you. I was like, yeah, you, you got to take that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's it's one of those things where he doesn't really help my team. I want to lose in that league, and I'm not having a hard time doing it. So, sure enough, um, no. Hey, I almost <laughs> won last week. If I would have started Jeff Wilson, I would have won that game. Well, that's good that you didn't because now you're mm-hmm. 0 7. So, and now he's on IR anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, Will Harris checking and saying Curtis Samuel could play tight end for the Bills. Well, I want to like you so much, but it's it's getting closer and closer to driving up to Canada and whooping your A. If you go to Canada, can I come with you? Sure. All right. Just meet, <laughs> just meet me here. We'll drive from here. Chev, fly into, I guess, I don't know, Minnesota? somewhere. I don't like, know. I, fly into Pittsburgh, and then we could just swing by out that way and head on up. I'm not going to lie. I'm still salty, though, because my hoodie did not make it before his hoodie made it to Canada. That's pretty messed up, man. Will, Will, can you explain that to me, please? Uh, Will's also saying borders are closed. Well, not for me. Not so. for hoodies. Yeah, that's yeah, Americans. Not, um, Apparently uh, not for hoodies. On, on that game, can can somebody please tell uh, Ty Gurley to stop trying to outrun somebody on the corner? It looks bad. Like, really, really bad. Just tell, just run inside zones or some slant halfback slam do something just don't don't do nothing on the outside he looks dumb slow please um speaking of todd Gurley, pork man would you like to pay your bet up now and then we can continue to talk about this game yeah because i hate todd Gurley. like what <laughs> bro why not he has tired legs not jerk mckinnon well, Ty Gurley was startable. 18 carries for 46 yards and a touchdown, although... He's startable because of the touchdown. I don't think he even... No, he didn't even get a target in the passing game. He leads the league in touchdowns, I think, though. Does yeah, he? he gets a touchdown a week, pretty much. Yeah, that's what saves him. It does. And he got he barely got one, uh, he got one by accident last week. Oh, God. Did you guys see the clip of Matt Ryan say, hey, make yeah. sure you... I, I did. Oh, my gosh. So the bet, and this was courtesy of Nate, um, the bet was Brian Hill over under six points. Um, I took the over. Stephen Taroni, our guest from last Tuesday, he took the over as well. And Nate took the over. Porkman took the under. Uh, Brian Hill finished with 8.4 fantasy points. He had 55 rushing yards, and he had two receptions for nine yards. That's that took it over the top. But, hey, that's it right there. If he would have had no receptions at all, it would have been good. So, yeah. Porkman, cheers to Brian Hill. I love you, Mr. Hill. Bottoms <laughs> up. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to do? What? Chug yeah, the chug. whole bottle? Yeah, come on, man. You're better yeah, okay. than that. So I came on the show for tonight. I'll um, be talking like Linda. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> now... Chev, you you got time to get in on this yet? We have a Sunday bet as well. Uh, we've already Nate knew he wasn't going to be here tonight, so we've already established. So Alberto, the Denver Broncos, the over under is eight points. Okay, over under eight points. If you want to get in on this, and is it full PPR or half? What what is the? Our bets are always full PPR. Perfect. So I will take the over. Okay, great. So the over is as of right now. Porkman, Stephen Tony, our guest on Tuesday, he took the over as well. Nate took the over, and I took the under. So I got you on the over. All right. So Chev added to the over list. Perfect. All right. Let us yeah. go indeed. So let's uh, wrap up talking about the Thursday games. Anyone else have any notes? Um, 
So Teddy Bridgewater, I fell asleep. I just saw PJ Walker play for a little bit. I fell asleep and um Porkman, I think that's why I was hurting today, because uh I think I was like kind of diagonal propped up on the couch a little bit. You know what I mean? I was in bed watching uh the game on my phone because my daughter wanted to watch Coco Melon. <laughs> oh my god, Coco Melon is the worst thing ever. Coco Melon is cracked, bro, because I'll start I'll start singing the songs. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta stop. I'll the be wheels in on the bus truck. go round exactly. and round, round the, and round. Too. the wipers <laughs> on the bus go swish, 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 swish. So swish. I, was, I was um I was trying to watch the game, but I fell asleep too. What's up, Jay? On my phone, but yo, Jay, what's good, bro? But um, <sighs> I mean, Teddy, he looked okay, but Matt Ryan to me, Matt really, Matt Ryan looked really good in the beginning because Julio was breaking ankles all night. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Julio looked good. He looked really good. Um, but you know, he always does good. He gets his red zone targets that he doesn't have, can't get that aren't catchable, so which makes absolutely no sense. But yeah, you know, Julio had a Julio game. Matt didn't really throw for a whole bunch of yards. He didn't get his 300, but mm-hmm. he looked pretty he looked he looked decent. Uh Calvin Ridley, though. That one that that's a crazy injury. Forgot to mention he did have an MRI. He's considered day to day. Uh, but the coaches are treating this as a mini buy as they played Thursday. So he has a couple extra days. But definitely um you know, now, the beginning. But th- this is one of those things. If Calvin Ridley is a guy that you're relying on, then you should definitely check out our Tuesday waiver wire show just in case you have to scoop somebody up to replace him. So mm-hmm. that's why we do what we do for you. How are you guys feeling on Mike Davis? When Christian McCaffrey comes back, I do not see Mike Davis playing a role in that offense. I think CMC takes it back over. What do you guys think? I think that it's – I don't think they're going to give him 95% of the, the uh, plays anymore mm-hmm. for right now to start. Because Mike Davis kind of looking really good to a point where he's a good complimentary piece to CMC. Agreed. So, so you stashing him. Still. I would still keep him. I don't mm-hmm. definitely don't cut him because sure. that injury could flare back up and mm-hmm. Mike Davis can jump right back into that role that he's been doing pretty good with. Which I was surprised because Mike Davis on the Bears didn't look doesn't look like Mike Davis on the Panthers, which is confusing. How about, How about that? That, leg, that cra- that slow behind dead leg worked last night. I don't know how <laughs> anybody get juke from that. But <laughs> Mike Davis is – he's the man. I mean, he's been saving people's leagues to keep them stay afloat until CMC gets back. So Honestly – It was worth that fab money for real. Yeah. I mean, if you have studs this season, you're probably not doing too hot. You're probably struggling. You're probably like a four oh. and three team right now. Right, if you so, had the scrubs, you're doing really great this year. Right. People like, but, thought we're going to be scrubs, not going to do much. They are killing it because COVID, injuries, whatnot has happened – and this season has been the toughest I've ever had in fantasy, like trying to figure it out. And I knew it was going to be a crazy one, but man, losing the teams that have like Mike Davis and all these other random people, it hurts. Cause I built these rosters. I'm like, Oh, I'm unstoppable. And then what do you know? You're like four and three, two and five. And you're like, what did I do to it's myself? Crazy. I, there's one league I was blowing up. Uh, and I'm like, shoot, I'm in second place now. Cause I was like just selling players for scrubs. Cause I was like, these, I, I just need some pieces. I need some picks. And now I'm catching myself like I can probably win this league 
and now I'm starting to buy. Like I bought uh, Galladay the other day, so it's like you never, you never know. We talked about earlier in the off season that depth was key. Like, don't mm-hmm. all get all superstars and have no bench. This year, it shows that your bench is key, especially if you want to win. You yeah, never I've, know. I've always been a proponent of depth. Um, it's mm-hmm. important, you know, and you don't want to trade your depth guys away too cheaply. I think a lot of people tend to do that, but. Chev, uh, Matt Rule did come out and say that there's going to be a role for Mike Davis. Is that coach speak? You know what I mean? It's like we don't know. CMC's a Ferrari. I mean, you want to drive a Ferrari or a Chevette? I'd actually rather drive the Chevette because those things are actually pretty cool. They were weird though. They had solid front rotors, which is pretty rare. Um, but then they had these big hubs on them. I'm getting to it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but mechanic off. Yeah, well, sorry about that. I won't do it again. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. I really don't know what to say. And you know, here's the thing: if you have Mike Davis with the with what he's been putting on film right now, I say hold him. He's a free agent after this season. He's going to be 28 years old. He could go to a team where you know he's going to be a stopgap, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know the Jets. Maybe I'm just giving an example. Who knows? <laughs> he could end up in Buffalo. I don't know. You, you never know. He goes somewhere, Miami, right? Because apparently they don't like Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard is the guy that no team wants, that all he does is be productive when given the ball. I don't understand it. Um, so I would hold him for now and see where he goes next year because he's going to want a bigger role than what he's going to get, you know, because you can't predict injuries. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable starting him if CMC's back. Probably not. I don't have him anywhere. So. And, you know, Sean makes a good point here, our intern, uh, or sell to the McCaffrey owner. I mean, if you can get a good enough value for him, and if you already haven't sold him to the McCaffrey owner, then yeah. Yeah, I'm saying it, it might just be too late. If the McCaffrey owner is being stingy and didn't buy him already, yeah. it, it might not happen. But you can try. It's, it's always worth a shot. It is always worth a shot. So um, let's see here. All right, let me get to something here. You know what else is worth a shot, Chev? Tell me. Hold on. Let me find the banner. Ooh. Hold on. Where is it? Come on. It's supposed to be up here. (laughs) Found it. Boom. What does a guy call his best friends? Nick Chubb. His testies besties, of course. You were close, Chev. (laughs) Halloween is right around the corner, and you don't want to spook someone with your scary bush. Our friends at Manscaped want to help make sure your boys downstairs are clean and fresh and best friends of their own. Manscaped is number one in men's blow-the-waist grooming and offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. That one gets me every time, I'm not going to lie. Rawr! You might be Chewbacca, Bigfoot, or a hairy bear, but it's what under the costume that really matters. Maybe I should do an actual Chewbacca next time if you guys want. So, hey, listen, don't be that hairy guy. You want to look like Porkman's head. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. Look at that. Look at that beautiful head. Look at that, reflecting all the light in the room. That's beautiful. Inside the perfect package, you will find the electric trimmer called the Lawnmower 3.0, and it's fantastic, by the way. We all have it. Love it. This waterproof and skin-safe trimmer will reduce nicks to your pumpkins. (laughs) We save balls, she chefs telling you. You could also create less mess by trimming in the shower or using their Magic Mat disposable shaving mats. It's like a pee pad for puppies. And, of course, let's not forget about the crop preserver. An anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. 
why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Listen, if you're if that's the smelliest part of your body, I actually recommend going seeing a doctor because you might have some other stuff going on. The Perfect Package 3.0 also includes anti-chafing performance boxer briefs that keep your package cool and smelling fresh all day, and they hold them drawings up there too. It's nice. For on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. It's time to get clean and mean with this Perfect Package 3.0. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code pork 28 manscapecom It's on the bottom of the screen if you're watching. Coming out of my mouth right now. Stay sexy this Halloween like cat ears. Generic girl costume. Your balls and us will thank you. So 20% off from free shipping with the code pork28manscape.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com using the promo code pork20. Trick or treat, keep your balls neat. What heard that? <laughs> it's oh god, it's on there. It is on there. I'll tell you. Manberries, right? That's right. Gotta take care of them <laughs> manberries. So Manscaped, taking care of your manberries and dingleberries using the promo code PORT20 at manscaped.com. First of all, you should not, you're not supposed to be taking care of your dingleberries, Mike. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with your lawnmower 3.0. I mean, I don't care, right? If you're shaving dingleberries, you're a dirty bird. <laughs> There's a lot of dirty bastards out there, man. That's all I can say. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, man. Man, That's I'll tell terrible. you what. I'll tell you what, some people that come to my work need a manscaping and then they need to be shoved through the Fountain Hill car wash, man, because they are some gross people out there. Also, so you know, um, I've been thinking, does anybody want to see or have like me tweet out what mechanics think? You know what I mean? Like, I'll give you one right now. We absolutely judge you based on what your car looks like and what's in your glove box. One thousand percent. I'm sorry. My car is not messy. It's not a big deal. You fucking slob. You know, it's just, it's one of those things. We absolutely. What do you find in the glove box? Uh, the weirdest thing I ever found was a dildo about this big. <laughs> <laughs> On the road again. Right. Yeah. You never know what they got. Hey. Uh, also, a loaded, a loaded handgun was my least favorite thing that I found in a, a oh, glove box. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that. All I'll well, put napkins in mine. Like, bro, <laughs> you never know. I eat a baconator, got a little of that, that uh, ketchup mayonnaise mixture dripping my pants. Also, um, there was one I worked on this old Chevy Astro van that was so disgusting. Um, there was mold growing in the carpet. Ew. Yeah. People are gross with their cars, man. You'd be really surprised. So, uh, Neil McInerney, hopefully I said your last name right. It's a he'd subscribe to that. Yeah, all right, but you know what? Maybe I'll give some mechanic thoughts. I like to give thoughts on my life in general, so maybe I will. Let's see what I'm thinking. Let's see what mechanics think. You got to do yeah. it video style. You can't just tweet it though. We got to get the video of your reaction at, while I'm at work. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I could do that. Yeah. I mean, as long as I know that none of the people, like if I'm tweeting about something, I obviously won't. You won't see their license plate and. Hopefully they're not a someone that follows me on Twitter. So um, it was closer than telemarketers. <laughs> telemarketers are great, by the way. Um, hey, Mitch has a question before we get into any starts and sits. The Debbie Player of the Week, Nate's the guy that handles that. And he's enjoying some time with his lovely wife. So, Nate, happy anniversary. Hopefully you're enjoying yourself. Mitch wants to know, full rebuild and half-point PPR, what's a reasonable return for selling Giovanni Bernard to mm. a contender? That's a toughie. 
Well, first thing I'd say is you have to target the guy that is rostering Joe Mixon. Yeah. Because he's obviously Bernard's going to be worth more to the guy rostering Mixon than anybody else. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you guys think? I think like a mid second. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but it's yeah. kind of hard to try to get a second from somebody for Gio Bernard at this point for Dynasty because it's only <clears throat> it's only going to be for the rest of this year. If he really needs them, I guess a mid to late second. Oh, it'll probably have to be a mid to late because if they're contending. There's not going to be anything else unless they have other picks. Um, the thing is, like. These teams that are contending now probably weren't contenders the last like three or four seasons. So they're like getting amped up. They're like ready to go because they got the bum teams. And they're balling out. So, right. I mean, they might be willing to pay. I would definitely, I would probably have to, I would like to get a second out of it for sure. Yeah. Just Honestly. get, get him off your roster now. And here's why yeah. um, he's already 29 this year. By the time he's a free agent, he's in 2022, he's going to be 31 years old. So, I mean, you know, let's say um, even if it's like an early third and you could get a fourth and you're in rebuild, you can always package those picks up later and move for something else. And don't forget, you know, um, Ray Garvin from the Destination Debbie podcast, he makes a great point on his podcast. It's better to build trade relationships than win the trade. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Like, I know you guys see it on all the time. Tell me how much I smashed this trade, bro. It's like, yeah, okay, you fleece the guy, and now everyone's right. gonna tell him, "Hey, man, you got you got ripped off." You know what I mean? Also, uh, don't use the term trade. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. we're not. Yeah, that's not. You know what I mean? I know they said it in the league. That was a long time ago. Just say fleece or you know. yeah, or yeah, whatever. Other trade, other. I don't care. Um, Nate Markham checking in, took a minivan in on a trade and the owner was a stripper and had about three to four dozen used condoms in the back area. Well, at least somebody was getting money, their money's worth out of the strip club. All I did was lose a belt once and have a ton of guilt. So lose a belt. <laughs> she, she took it off me and threw it in the corner and there was only black lights in the room. I couldn't see. Well, you don't need it then. At that point, shoot, take my belt. I'll get another one. <laughs> my pants were falling down. I needed that belt. I Mike looking up, like bro. Velma trying to find his belt. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. Oh, man, that's great. So, hey, listen, keep any starts or sits or trade questions coming while we go through this stuff. That's what we're here for. We want to help you guys out. And obviously, anything you want to talk about, that's what we're here for. Love, love doing this on Friday nights. They are fun. Fun mm-hmm. time. Yes, sir. So, do you guys have any starts or sits? Well, obviously, you have some starts or sits, but who are you thinking? Um, I mean, all right. So, Chev, I know you're a huge fan of A.J. Dillon, but last week in the backup role, five carries for 11 yards and no touchdowns, no receptions. Are we? He's what we thought he was. He's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> He's, He's terrible. what we thought he was. Garrett was, Garrett was way off on his, his prediction with A.J. Dillon. He said he was going to be one of the better ones that coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. But, I mean, I, AJ Dillon got to go. I told, uh, I told Garrett, I was like, yeah, there's one guy that I really love. He was like, it better not be AJ Dillon. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not. He's terrible. He's like, okay, <laughs> good. you're good. <laughs> AJ Dillon, man, like he just. It's, the Packers he, draft was just great for the Bears. I mean, it really he, helped us, but their team's really good. good. But 
right now, man, you can't play him. You can't even think about playing him. Okay. I think Jamal Williams, I'm starting him in a bunch mm-hmm. of spots. Last week, 19 carries, 77 yards, touchdown, four receptions, 37 yards. So he's playing against a Minnesota team, too, that's going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be running the ball a lot, probably. They're so bad. I would start Tyler Irvin over uh, A.J. Dillon at yeah. this point. Would you really? For purposes. Yeah, I would. I want to let everybody know, too, I'm a man that puts my money where my mouth is. I have Michael P. Ryan in starting lineups all over the place. And, Doug, your hoodie will be on the way. Um, it comes with sleeves. So what you do with the sleeves when you get it is up to you, man. I don't know. <laughs> See, I, you like the sleeveless look, Doug, because I can't I can't pull it off. I mean, if you like you it. Gotta show, up, gotta show off those guns, Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll show up those guns. So, um, Chev, you got to start or sit for me, whatever you want. I mean, you know, here's the thing. I think we focus a little bit too much on starts, but sometimes it's okay to be negative and say, hey, I'm staying away from this guy this week because blah. Here's what. Yeah. So, but I'm not saying you have to do a sit, just throwing it out there. But, Chev, you got anybody? Yeah. So, I'm actually going to be starting Rashard Higgins, man. He's getting into a good opportunity with the Cleveland Browns. It seems like every time he's been on the field this season, he's done something productive, either get a touchdown or he caught six passes for like 110 yards. So, I mean, I would definitely want to get this guy in my lineups. Um, from what it looked like, man, everybody was saying the offense looked better with him in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's just Baker not having to look Odell's way and have to worry about him complaining on the sidelines or whatnot. But it seems like it was working, and I think Rashad Higgins is definitely going to benefit uh, from Odell going now, and I think he's going to step up in big ways uh, in that offense. I mean, they got a couple guys that are out too, so Austin Hooper's out too. Uh, so they got a couple young bucks that are going to be uh, holding down the saddles while those guys are out. So I think I like this offense. I'm ready for Nick Chubb to get back. I miss watching that guy smoking some dudes, but I'm going with Rashard Higgins this week. I think he's got a good opportunity. Possibly next week. I heard for Chubb. I think yeah. week week ten. Is okay, so what he's going for? Weeks. All right, great. Um, yeah. I really like that one, Chev. Um, if you go back, not last year, two years ago, Rashard Higgins and um, Baker Mayfield had really good connection with each other when Baker came in as a rookie. So mm-hmm. don't hate that at all. I actually like it. I had Rashard Higgins host- rostered in a lot of dynasty spots, but earlier in the season I had to make moves. I didn't have a choice. But, yeah, it's weird. Um, Baker plays better when OBJ's not there. I don't I don't get it. So World Giga wants to know, earlier you mentioned you traded Fulgham for a second. Question, does he have long-term value or a one-year wonder? I think right now he has long-term value, but not for me in that league on that team, which is why I traded him. And the fact that I got a second-round pick for him when I spent $10 in fab on him, Porkman, mm-hmm. something, it was relatively inexpensive. Yeah, I was cashing in. And the team I sent it to is a contender. Um, a colluding contender, but a contender nonetheless. Um, <laughs> I'll tell Wait. you that, Jeff. Don't worry. What? <laughs> oh, also, don't drop Mike Evans, everybody, just so you know. Um, <laughs> so it, this Fulgham wouldn't help me. And here's the thing. If I ever get to the point where he's smashing, I can always get him back on my roster. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma Doug saying, how dare you hate on these pythons? Wait until I get these Oklahomiacs running wild, brother. Oh, yeah. Oklahomiacs. I like that. 
I like that I, a lot, actually. That's I've, I've never, I've never heard that, but I love it too. I mean, Oklahoma's going through it, man. They got a big old ice storm. Trees are cracking, no power. So I'm sure Dougie Buckets is, he's having a rough one right now. He's out there cutting trees and finding snakes, probably still in the snow. So be careful out there, Doug. Yeah, man. Seriously, those right. ice storms are crazy. How they bring trees down too. So be safe, Doug. Yeah. Um, what, what do you want, Sean? Sean, I said you could come on. The intern sneaky start of the week. Damian Harris, rainy game likely in Buffalo. Edelman and Harry out. Lots of running likely to occur. Buffalo hasn't been good against the run. I love the comments. This is the, he's texting, and then he said, "Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time." <laughs> hey, Doug has five G in Oklahoma. I don't even have five G, man. Let's go, it. Doug. What G? Oh, I do have five G. Oh, is that that's my internet? I have phone too. I don't know what I have, so I don't know. It's Sprint. It's terrible. So, but it's cheap. Nice. I have a start of the week. Yes. DJ Dallas. Maybe. Uh, all the, <laughs> all these guys are banged up. Um, I did see Garrett tweeted out a few minutes ago that um, Carlos Hyde looks to be leaning more towards doubtful. So I think DJ Dallas, and here's the thing, I'm not going to tell you that he's going to be a, a game winner, a week winner for you, but better than a zero. Yeah. They so, give you a nice floor. Yeah. They do like to run the ball a lot. He had a he got a couple issues with pass protection last week, so I will kind of watch that. But I'm not really sure if Homer's out and Carson's out and Hyde is out. Who's the who's DJ Dallas's backup? Pork, if you remember on the waiver show, I looked it up. They don't have anybody on their practice squad, any running right. backs. That's and they made a good point. Anybody. They can't because you have to quarantine oh, yeah, for two weeks. So yeah. it's just them. And you know what? I actually wanted to bring this up earlier and I forgot. Um, with COVID, the trade deadlines, these trades might take a little longer to come to fruition than we think because these guys have to quarantine when they go to a new spot mm-hmm. for a little bit. So. If the if one here guys get traded, you might think it's going to be a smash play, but they might be on your bench for a week or two. Mm-hmm. So always have contingency plans and watch our waiver wire show on Tuesdays, so you know yep. what to do with your roster. Mm-hmm. Pork we'll be here. Do you have a shorter shit for us this week? Yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a sit, and it's kind of piggybacking off of what Sean was talking about with Damian Harris. I don't think I will start any pass catchers from New England or Buffalo because the weather is going to be freaking terrible. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, it seems like between his last game and two games ago, he's starting to revert back to what he was last year, doing a lot of inaccurate passes. So with the wind and the rain, um, I don't think I could trust Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, uh, Tyler Croft. Uh, Harry is out, Edelman's out, so they they got Demir Bird, even though nobody's starting him anyway. Uh, Jacoby Myers too. So any pass catchers in that game, I don't think I would touch them at all. I mean, if you have to start Diggs, I guess maybe, but if you have a better option, go with the better option. You know, better weather, and see how that goes. Because mm. I, I can't do it. Would you start Dawson Knox? Um, he still has COVID. He's sick. He has to drink his <laughs> alphabet soup. So you would not start Dawson Knox? I would not. Not this week. 
Okay. I would start him if he still had COVID with good weather. <laughs> so don't start Dawson Knox, everybody. Um, I have a sit as well, and I'm sitting Drew Locke against the Chargers. Lots of injuries to their wide receiving core. Uh, Tim Patrick has a hamstring issue. Forgot to mention that earlier. I don't know. He might be good to go, but uh, Judy's got some drops. He's going on too. I know fans been battling through some stuff. Obviously, Cortland Sutton is out. Um, I'm just, and you know the Chargers do have a good defense. To be honest with you, they got a great secondary. So I'm sitting Drew Lock. Chev, what do you what do you think? Anybody? You got anyone here? Yeah, I'm actually going to be sitting Drew Brees. Drew okay. Brees is playing against the Bears this week. Um, that's already a tough uh, feat to swallow right there. So um, it's also going to be 37 degrees, and Drew Brees, the F baby, has been used to playing in a dome. Uh, so it's going to be windy. It's going to be cold. Uh, and I'm going to give the Bears uh, some props and let their defense run all over him. So I'm, I'm saying Drew Brees, he's missing his best target. Um, I just think it's going to be a tough week to play in those kind of conditions as well. Um, so we'll see. But I got the Bears, man. Gotta go with the yeah, Bears. Don't, don't, don't say that, man. We need him for dynasty on there, bro. We got, both, we got both. We got both quarterbacks in the same game. <laughs> That's terrible. That could be bad. Yeah, Nick Foles is already making bad passes. I can already see it. So don't worry about Nick yeah. Foles. But and, I'm, I'm uh, worried about it. And yeah, Drew Brees is without Michael Thomas. He's also without Marquez Callaway. So mm-hmm. Jared Cook, maybe Trickle mm-hmm. Smith. Oh, oh and Emmanuel Alvin Sanders Kamara. is still out. Yeah, Alvin Kamara might have like ten catches this game. Honestly, who are they even going to throw the ball to? Adam Troutman. Who he ain't done? He ain't done nothing, man. When I thought he was going to do good, he ain't done a dang thing. Yeah, that's tough. Chef, can we say that that's been the entire season? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thinking to myself, man, I suck at being a a fantasy expert. Like, I'm like, am I really that bad at this? Do I need to step back and reevaluate whether I should do this anymore? Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm second guessing myself. Like, I'm, I'm not even helping these guys out anymore. I'm just, I'm just getting these guys hurt. Like Dallas yeah. Goddard, I talk about that guy. Boom, he gets punched in a bar. He's out for three weeks with COVID and uh, <laughs> concussions. He, he's so. back COVID. in practice. That practice one has been activated. I poor is Goddard playing this week? I think no. He, he is not. I think he's, he's coming back after the bye. So Richard Rogers, start, start, smash, mm-hmm. start. Dick Rod, six for eighty-five, no touchdowns, but fourteen and a half points off your waiver wire against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. Chevy make a great point. Though. This whole season, I'm like, I feel like I have no clue what I'm doing at all. I'm putting together these lineups and I'm looking at it and going, "What just happened on my phone, right. man? Like, this is it's bad. It's I've really, really bad." I've had a fun time, honestly, just saying, COVID, you won. Let's blow this bad boy up. I've had yep. a lot more fun blowing things up this season than ever, and I feel like it's the perfect time to do it, especially with the rookie class yeah. that's coming in. I haven't watched any film yet. It sucks that Waddle got hurt, but I'm I'm, I'm getting excited because blowing these things up right now is probably the best time. Man. You, don't, you just have no idea what's going to happen, and if you have an older team, get them off them. Get him off. Um, hey, Frank says he's sitting Big Ben versus the Ravens. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, um, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz had a good game against the Ravens with way lesser talent at wide receivers. Um, I know Deontay Johnson's been a little banged up. Juju Smith-Schuster is still, in my opinion, elite talent. Chase Claypool, 
very good. Eric Ebron has been involved. James mm-hmm. Conner is looking pretty decent. So if you have a better option to play against the Ravens, I would. I think the Ravens are a better uh, run defense than pass defense. Nate would be able to uh, verify that better for me. But um, Porkman, agree, disagree? Yes. No, yeah. Agree. In my opinion, like um, my next start of the week, um, I actually cut Big Ben to put him in. That was in a redraft league, though, with only five bench spots because I would have kept him. But um, Big Ben against the Ravens, to me, is going to be a good start because they do like the blitz a lot. And Big Ben's been – he's been getting the ball in his hands and getting rid of it in, like, less than two seconds all mm-hmm. season. So when you're going against Finally. the blitz <laughs> – Exactly. In if year 16. To, <laughs> I know because he's getting killed back there. But if, if you're going against the blitz and you know what your read is and you know it's going to be open because you're looking at film – he could possibly eat because all you got to do is get one missed tackle and then you're going. So I think it also depends on how Ngakwe plays too because they might lay off the blitz a little bit and only rush four or five and see how that goes. If if you know if he's still getting acclimated to the defense and they feel as though they have to blitz with Chuck Clark or any of their uh, running uh, any other linebackers like Queen or Harrison, uh, we'll see how that goes. But you know. You can throw the ball, do it flat to Connor. You can probably get McFarlane in space because he's pretty quick against a good, fast defense. Or you can go back to well with Claypool. You know, if he gets one-on-one coverage out there on Peters, Peters got mossed by Fulgham. I'm pretty sure Claypool can moss uh, Peters as well in one-on-one coverage. For sure. And um, World Giga, we're going to get to your question in a minute, but Frank's kind of piggybacking off this. So he has to start two quarterbacks. One is Big Ben. Uh, the other is Baker and Stafford. He has to start two. Personally, um, I would go Baker and Big Ben. The Browns are playing the Raiders, and the Lions are playing the Colts. That's a tough defense yeah, right there. I think that's the number two overall defense in the league. So um, that's how I would go. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, and I would say Big Ben, man. The Steelers showing their cards like they threw 49 passes last game, but they also ran, I think, like 20-something times too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, when they're playing a good team, they're going to have to throw the football, especially if Lamar Jackson's cooking it up, man. So, I think I'm I'm think I'm leaning Baker and Big Ben as well. That, that Colts defense, man, I feel like we don't talk about them enough. Those guys have been balling out, man. I, I just – it's hard to play against them. And but, Darius Leonard is back too this week. Full participant, so yeah, it's it's they're 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 good, they're really good. All right, so world wants to know PPR Fournette versus the Giants or Miles Gaskin versus the Rams. I'm gonna take Fournette because I think there's plenty of garbage time to be had here. They're gonna get Rojo in there, Fournette in there, uh, maybe Shady, maybe Keyshawn Vaughn. I mean, this is uh, Gaskins against the brand to his first start. Maybe you might not go that great. I'm going Gaskin. You're going to go Gaskin? Yeah. Okay. I think he could be a good drop-off option option for Tua, especially getting his first start. They're probably going to want to get the ball out of his hand pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Is that not very good, Mike? Tastes kind of nasty. Hey, this one's not <laughs> as good as the last one. <laughs> well, he gave me the stink face. I was like, dang, I'm not bad of an analyst, I guess. Huh? No, no. Uh, <laughs> so, so the label's cool, though. So you see it's got the love from the Philly yeah. Park. You see in the O there? Yeah. 
That's the little there. dude holding the lantern. That is the symbol oh. of Lost Tavern Brewery. Uh, fun fact, Gretchen designed this label, the same person that designed Ooh. our logo. Um, awesome. So if you're ever in Hellertown, Pennsylvania, check out Lost Tavern Brewing. Um, you'll know Gretchen right away. Purple hair, tons of tattoos. <laughs> Small girl, beautiful <laughs> person. She's one of the most nice people to talk to you'll ever meet. Um, this beer is, it has got to get used to it. Uh, what is it? <laughs> a hoppy? No, it's just a little. It's a little bit more of a citrus hit than I expected well, at first. So you know, I'll give the hit blue agave. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Chef. I didn't mean to interrupt you with my my reaction to the beer. But uh, so Miles Gaskin, you think he could be a safety blanket? Hey, do you think Jordan Howard gets activated for this game? Possibly. I don't think you don't, so. You don't think really so? No, no. You think he's a trade candidate? He should be. I heard a lot of people saying that the Eagles should trade back for him. Shouldn't have let him go in the first place. Um, I would take him, especially now. Uh-huh. Not, I mean, if it was like maybe like a, a six or a seven, because I mean, we're not going to pay up for for a guy that we know that you don't want. Exactly. I don't understand it. Why people don't like this guy? Like he's good. Yeah. He's he's serviceable. They made him into a goal line back when he's more of a you know in between the numbers type guy. He can yeah. get you four or five yards of carry. Chev know that they, he he dealt with them freaking since his rookie year. Yeah, and Maggie was like, well, he got rock hands, so he can't catch. So think, we don't want him anymore. Yeah, I think the thing if for him, man, I feel like you have to give him plenty of touches for him to see that value go up. So I think that might be the problem. They're not being able to give him that many touches. And Gaskin obviously can catch the ball better out of the backfield. And I think that's where they see his game being more explosive. And Howard's kind of just a guy that you have to feed to get him going a little bit. So that might be one of the reasons why maybe. I don't know. Breed hasn't done anything either, though. So I was just about to say, maybe now might be the time to get Matt Breda on your roster. If Howard moves... I mean, it's going to be Gaskin and. Well, I mean, Breda. it's always been Gaskin and Brita anyway these past couple of weeks because he's been a healthy scratch. And Brita mm-hmm. still hasn't done anything. So that's, all that's right. the thing. And Gaskin's been getting Maybe all the carries. That's why it's like, it's more, <laughs> it's more of with Gaskin getting 100% of the carries and Fournette getting, you know, maybe 60, 60, 40, or 50, 50 split. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm kind of more on the Gaskin side because okay. I kind of believe in Rojo. I don't I don't like the fact that they gave uh, Fournette all them carries last week while Rojo was balling while Fournette was out. He had 100 yards. Why are you benching him? He's producing. So I feel I just think Arians just doesn't like the guy. Period. It's a hot hand opinion. situation, honestly. It's, I think it's a really good possibility. Um, yeah, well, Rojo had the hot hand. He ran for 100 yards in like two or three straight weeks. Like, yeah. how hot do you want it to be? 200 yards? My, Super I guess hot, boy. My logic there was Fournette against the worst defense than Gaskin going up against. Was my whole logic there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Bucks are going to win it. I think they're going to win it quite easily. Also, I want to say, how do you – how does Dwayne Haskins not have a job, but Daniel Jones does? Like, come on. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, come on. My core. But hey, so Frank said he's making the switch. Uh, he's going to start Big Ben and Baker Mayfield. Um, Frank, I just want you to know if that works out well for you, us three, 
we're behind that. If it does not, at Rewind Intern on Twitter is who you want to be mad at. Um, that is our intern, Sean. Uh, can't blame Nate. He's not here today. So Sean's in the chat, so he's technically here. Can we give him a free manscape shaving if uh, this doesn't work out? Is yeah. Sean over there? Sean will spend his own money to come and manscape you, Frank, if if you are so inclined. Um, all right. Who are we at now? Is it back to me? It's Possibly. me. Okay. Go ahead, Pork. Um, start. Uh, I would start Carson Wentz against that terrible Dallas Cowboys defense. I wouldn't. Why wouldn't you? Narrative game. Narrative game against the division opponent against the Cowboys never works out in fantasy favor. Here's why. There, it's 10 on the road in Dallas. I'm not what? I'm not saying they're they're getting 10 or giving however I don't know I'm not big bad. Okay. The line is 10 10 and a half. Nine, nine and a half. What what okay 10. Can we round up? No, it's not half. Nine right? and a half. You can't get a half point. This isn't soccer. The narrative games of we're going to blow them out, blah, blah, blah. You remember the James Mungro game where oh nobody comes out of nowhere and freaking torches you. That could be the nooch. I don't know. So I'm not saying he's a smash start. I'm starting him in a lot of spots because I have him. This is this is, this is is a typical Eagles yeah. scary cat type I, the way. You're still scared it, about Joe Webb. Why are we talking about Joe Webb still? You're you lost on a Tuesday because I'm talking, about you know, Monroe, bro. I'm talking about on the radio. They keep bringing up Joe Webb, bro. It's Ben Danucci, okay? He's terrible. He's not going to be good. He's the He's new for a reason. He is the bad on this podcast. By the way, Nate Gary put on IR today because he's completely useless. Um, I do want to let the Philadelphia Eagles know you can do a release and injury settlement when a player is on IR. I strongly recommend uh, Howard Roseman save your job. Hashtag save Cut Nate Gary. Job. Head save on over job. to VerdianGlobal.com. Search Cut Gary and you can get your own Cut Nate Gary 2020 shirt. Brought to you by me and Will Harris and Maddie but- Bates. Who you get to meet Tuesday night, everybody. So be here for the waiver wire show. Pork Band, I'm sorry. I No, no, you're fine. No, Carson Wentz, is, he's, he is a start this week. Um, Dallas, they begin to torch 30 points a game. Um it's almost to me. It's almost guaranteed. Uh, we're getting Rager back. Travis Fulgham is a number. He's he looks like a number one receiver, and it's kind of weird because nobody was talking about him at all. But he looks nobody good. Knew who he was? Nobody knew who he was. And, uh, and to piggyback from that, I'll just take two. Boston Scott should be started as well because there's nobody else behind them that's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can start Boston Scott. He's going. He's getting a lot of uh, receptions. He had a nice catch for a touchdown last week. So he's getting all the volume. I was just that that defense is so bad to the point where you can almost you can start Rogers. You can start Scott. You can start Carson. You can start Fulgham. You can not start anybody else other than that. Start I wouldn't trust Carson side if you're playing against me. Also, I did see a stat. You're going some Sean's gonna have to fact check me then. I believe three of the four of Carson Wentz's highest fantasy performance came within the last game this season. Um, but then again, when nobody else is doing anything, someone has to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, Mitch wants to know 
Is it worth picking up Jake Luton in Superflex leagues, or is he just a waste of roster space? Um, I'd like some more insight. Is this dynasty? Is this redraft? Also, my strategy is always if he's on your bench, he can't be used against you. Mm-hmm. If you have the space, you use that for what it is. Um, what do you guys think, though? Are we picking up Jake Luton, who I think Nate Nate talked about him at one point, I think. I mean, I mean, uh, if you have an empty space, yeah, I guess why not? Like I said, I, I've I've gotten to the point where I've been looking at some people, and I was like, you know, I would never pick up James Robinson because who the hell is James Robinson? He's not going to do anything. So I would say, if you have an extra space for any player that you think might do something, and give you value, just like Mike with Fulgham, somebody might give you value. He might do good. Then you can sell him high. Mm-hmm. If not, you can cut him. It doesn't to me. It doesn't matter. That's why I picked up yep. Danucci. If Danucci sucks, I'll cut him. If he's good, I'll keep him. But yep. I have the extra space to use him, and it doesn't help. I only got one other quarterback, so I kind of need somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get the guy we've been trashing all night. He'll do. He'll do good next week. <laughs> well, um, there is an account. It's called Eagle Fans Problems, um, and Ben Danucci's exact quote was, "Bring the whole house. Why not? We'll make up for it." It's you all good. The, you don't want the smoke, though. That's the crazy part. Uh, Mitch is saying it is a dynasty league. Mitch, I got to be honest with you, man. I'm staying away from Jaguars quarterbacks in dynasty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You got one season. This is this is the last shot probably for them. Somebody yeah. else is going to get picked yeah. up. But, Doug Murray I mean, probably not going to be there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He probably should have been fired last season, honestly. But he should have been fired last season. Not probably. Should have been Dan Quinn should have been fired. Or uh yeah, Dan Quinn should have been fired last season. Adam Gaze. Adam Gaze should have never been the coach of the Jets. Kill him you know keep him now. That's fine. Keep him so they can be terrible and get Trevor Lawrence next year and they can fire him. Hopefully they fire him. <sighs> what if what if Dallas boys, I'm telling you, what if Dallas just says screw it, we're just gonna start Ben Danucci the rest of the season and they go get like <laughs> Trevor Lawrence? I don't think they will. I think they're gonna re-sign Dak. I really do. Why though? Why would Why? you do that? You, you, you have glaring you have glaring holes everywhere. But you the, can save money with Trevor Lawrence and let Dak walk. Dude, the, the quarterback vortex that would be created. If Dak was not, it, I mean, Bears. it would be a fun uh, podcast topic for us. I mean, I'd have a lot of fun talking about just all these quarterbacks moving around. And you know, have him on the Bears would be fantastic, man. That would be awesome. Um, Nate wants to know, Chev, this is a question for you. Chev, how's that IDP league coming, bro? Making moves? Yeah, man, I think everybody in my league got COVID and it might have struck them pretty good. I haven't heard any comments back or any uh anything back from the trade. So I appreciate your help, Nate, but that league is uh it's been silenced for a little bit. Um Sean, pay attention. When do you guys Sunday, think Rigger returns? He's playing on Sunday. <laughs> what are you guys expecting though? Like you guys expecting him to have a pretty solid game? How many targets do you guys think they'll actually give it to him? You think I'm not, I'm not starting him. I wouldn't five. start him. I think he'll get like four or five targets. He'll yeah. get a, he'll get a deep shot. He'll get a, he'll get a high tower. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, go for it. <laughs> He's gonna fill in Deshaun Jackson's role, who looked really good until he got hurt in the Giants game. They were feeding him early. Yeah, and then they stopped. Yeah. Also, uh, just going back to this comment, uh, you want to check out Nate Markham. 
um, mm-hmm. on Twitter. I don't have his Twitter right in front of me. Fantastic IDP guy over at Fantasy and Frames, him and Oklahoma Doug. I'm holding it down over there. Jorge Edwards, also another great IDP guy. Great guys over there. Follow at Fantasy and Frames. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely work worth checking out. Uh, Mitch wants to know, is Miles Boykins droppable much like J-Jaw? Man, I know Nate is a huge Miles Boykin fan, but he hasn't done anything, and now Des Bryant is on their practice squad. That is official as of Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I mean, you Miles hate to give up on these guys so early, but... Miles Boykin was supposed to be what Chase Claypool is now, mm-hmm. and he did not pan out. He he, and if Lamar doesn't have trust in throwing the ball to you, he's not gonna throw you the ball. It's just like Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst was wide open in a lot of plays last year, but you'd rather throw it to Mark Andrews because he had more of a rapport with him. So Lamar's not gonna throw you the ball, and Lamar's gonna be there longer than you are. So, uh, yeah, you can drop. Speak, him. Speaking of Mark Andrews, though, this guy is so TD dependent. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys think he actually ends up this season? I do not see him as a top three guy like we were saying before the season started. He's so I, it's it's very scary that this guy has to get a touchdown or he's going to get four or five points. Yeah, it's it's sad. You you never thought that it would be like that with him. Well, their offense, their offense regressed. I think the the biggest issue nobody's really talking about with the Ravens is the um, retirement of Marshall Yonder. Mm-hmm. They're missing him really bad. That interior, their interior is looking terrible, honestly. Mm-hmm. So he's not really having that much time to throw in the pocket because he did, he did have a lot of good passes last year. I think he led the league in touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, passing touchdowns. I think so. so. He's um, he's not looking the same because he doesn't have that much time in the pocket. Now he's running more. So I think that's that's attributed to it the most. They really should go out and get somebody, but. They they did sign Ronnie Stanley to a ninety five million dollar extension. Five today. years, something yeah, like five that. years or something. Yeah, so um, he got a money, so they got they got they need to work on the interior now. Here's what we're gonna do: couple more quick questions, and then if we have any more starts or sits, we'll just throw them out real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch wants to know: Would you rather have Dawson Knox or Will Disley in Dynasty? I'm gonna go Dawson Knox. Or- I'm gonna go Disley. Disley is my boy. <laughs> I love Will Disley, and okay. I think he's he, his snaps are going up more this year. Um, Russell Wilson loves him, and he's he's actually really good. He's I think he's going to start snapping uh, old man River Olson uh, there. <laughs> so yeah, this Disley for me for sure. He just need to uh, keep his uh, his Achilles and his, his tendons in check. There you go, Chef. Your thoughts on that? Agree? Disagree? Oh man, I'd probably go with Disley, even though I think Knox has some good potential. But when you get COVID, man, you got you got to be careful. I'm, I'm gonna go with Disley. All right, um, I'm gonna take Dawson Knox. And um, this next question is from Dynasty Rewind: Is Mike Evans droppable in redraft um, league? In redraft, yes, yeah, sure, he is. Hell no, he's not <laughs> droppable. You keep Mike Evans. If he has a good game, you don't want him. You sell him high and you get value for him. Okay, he's one of the best. He's the best one of the best wide receivers in the, in the last five to six, seven, eight, nine years. I forget how long he's in the league. I think two thousand fourteen was his rookie season. Yeah, so was that six years? Not looking it up. All thousand best. yards. All thousand he's yards. Fantastic. You never drop that talent. I don't care what it is. Keep him on your bench. 
wait till he has a good game, which he will, and sell him. You can sell him for the, his name too. People say, "Oh, I want Mike." I almost traded for Mike Evans this week, but trade him, trade for Mike Evans. You got to be smart trade. about it, though, right? Yeah. So, like, if you're in a league and you're trying to go get Mike Evans, like, you have to look at his production. So, I was offered him early in the season, and you could just see his stats were TD dependent again. And he's been getting the TDs, but the same time he doesn't get those TDs, he's dropping four points. So, like, do you really want to have that in your lineup? Um, and if you're a contender trying to win a championship, and right now I don't think you can, but you don't drop him. You keep him on your bench, like Porkman's saying. If you really want to trade him, you can trade him, and it's only going to go up. I feel like. I mean, their offense has been pretty crazy to start out. I feel like there's moving pieces around a running back. Godwin hasn't been out there really very much. Mike Evans is always hurt too. He's always dinged up a little bit. AB's about to play. We'll see what he's got left. So um, Evans is a guy, man. He's he's somebody. If you're gonna have him, you got to go full in on him, and you just got to hope he does has one of those big games and gets targeted highly. Yeah, it's um one of those things where you got to watch where you're you're getting your fantasy advice from. Telling you. He said, hey, if he's on your bench, he's not being used against you. Would you rather have him go on your bench and going off, but you squeak out a victory, or he's on your opponent's team and you get crushed because you dropped him, got nothing in return? Um, and Frank does make a good point. AB's coming back. Scotty Miller's getting targets as well. Um, Sean, the intern, wants – Sean, by the way, are you coming on after the show? I didn't ask you. Um, do you the guys think this is Curtis Samuel's ceiling? Good time to sell, or do you think Rule will continue to give him bigger opportunities? What do you guys think? This is a perfect sell high for me. Yeah, uh, we haven't seen this all year from Curtis Samuel, so I really don't understand why they wouldn't use Curtis Samuel while Christian McCaffrey is out. Not they're they're the same player, but they kind of have similar skill sets. So. Yeah, this is a sell high for sure. Robbie Anderson is still going to ball out. Uh, DJ Moore, hopefully a ball out. I don't know what that's about. And, uh, yeah, what do you think, Chef? Yeah, I mean, this is a guy that has battled injuries his whole career. Now you get an opportunity to sell a guy that just got two touchdowns. Everybody's probably pretty high on him. They're like, man, he's like only got to score a touchdown for Carolina this week. I would definitely be selling high and trying to get whatever I can for him, uh, even though I think we all are decently – high on him a little bit i think we all like him but i think it's time to get rid of him and get something out of it before um another injury pops up or dj moore gets hot because i that that time's coming i don't know what the problem is but that time is coming um and he's proven he can play still so it's just you gotta wait on it he's young and he's a you know it's one of those things if you don't sell him he's a free agent in 2021 go somewhere else and get an expanded role um yeah, Sean agrees. Thanks. You didn't also didn't answer my question. Um, it's great, Sean. Thank you. Um, let's just run through our last starts and sits real quick. Um, I'm starting Joe Burrow versus the Titans. Tennessee allows 282.3 pass yards per game. And then the last one I have is sit any New York Giants running back versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Yes. That's mm-hmm. what I got. Um, you guys have any other starts or sits you want to talk about? That pork bin you got a greasy take. Yeah. I'm assuming. Okay. All right. Any other starts or sits? Um, I, I'm. You go, Port. No, you got to show. I, I'm just excited to see that Miami offense with Tua. I mean, this is a guy that was highly drafted. He's a 
good kid. He's a good football player. He's coming off an injury that could have been career-ending. I'm just really thrilled to see him hopefully amp up that offense and get Gusecki more involved, get Preston Williams more involved. Uh, I'm ready to see that offense kind of unleashed, and hopefully Tua can bring that bring that excitement to that team. Not that Fitzpatrick wasn't doing his thing, but I think we're all ready for Tua. It's Tua time, uh, and I'm ready for Preston Williams and Gusecki to hopefully see an expanded role. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Well, is it is it Kaseki or is it Shaheen? Like, what the hell? Yeah, that? <laughs> yeah that it's a whole sticky situation. But Shaheen. I, I think Kaseki is definitely the guy there. But no, I think so too. But Shaheen's getting too many targets. I mean, if Will Harris is telling you to go get Kaseki, you better go get Kaseki because he's the tight end, the tight end man right there. He's the he's the dude. Okay, Pork. You got anybody else? Uh, this week, start Johnu Smith against the Cincinnati Bengals. They're civic oh, yeah. Titans. Uh and he's he's an animal. He's a hundred percent now. He's not on the, he's not he doesn't have an injury designation this week. So you don't gotta worry about Ferks or anything. Um he gets, ton, he gets tons of uh red zone targets as well. Another one for me is Shevin's boy, Mr. T. Higgins. Oh, Higgins I love T. Uh, Titans. Joe Burrow loves to he likes to throw the ball like 85 times a game. Apparently <laughs> don't run the ball no more. Uh, so and T Higgins has been balling, he's been playing uh alongside AJ Green, who's actually he's been playing well himself. Yes, I'm really surprised. Uh, I guess he had to uh get some oil on his joints, just like the 10 man from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> so once he, he finally got moving, he's good. So you know, one on one coverage on the outside, and you have Boyd in the slot who you can't, it's kind of hard to double everybody because you can't. So T Higgins will get open, yeah. Okay. Uh perfect. So anyone have anything else? No, yes, maybe. No. Mm-hmm. Porkman, where's that greasy take at, bud? Oh boy. Last week was bad. Uh so Porkman's previous greasy take was uh Gabriel Davis would be a low end wide receiver one this week last week against the Jets. And he had three targets which accounted for one catch for eleven yards and zero touchdowns. So Porkman oh, he had a in my defense, again, he had a touchdown. It wouldn't have made him a wide, a wide receiver one or wide receiver two, but he did have a touchdown that got called back. I don't care nope. about your paper, Mike. You watch the game. Look, it's got the logo no, on and everything. He did a touchdown, but again, it got called back for the second or third straight week, which is crazy. He's been yeah. playing very well. Um, this this take is is uh, uh it's greasy. Um. <laughs> Denzel Mims. Okay. Oh. This week. I'm not going to say wide receiver one because that's just, that's going to burn my bacon. That grease is too hot. I can't do that. <laughs> so I'll say wide receiver two for Denzel Mims. Um, there's no Crowder. There is no. He's uh, doubtful. Uh, no, he's out. Crowder's is out now. Okay. Okay. He's Crowder's been ruled out. out. Yeah, and Rashad Perriman is out. So it's only Denzel Mims. Uh and Braxton, my boy Braxton Berrios. Are we starting Braxton Berrios then? You can. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about, though. We're starting Braxton Berrios, and he might be a solid 15-point game started, out of him. I've started Braxton Berrios in one of my, my booty dynasty leagues, and it won me a week. Who's, he the other, who's that other guy? Uh Jeff Smith? Jeff Smith, yes. Fire up Jeff Smith. That dude's fast. I'll give him that. 
sixty percent. Thanks, thanks, Sean. You, yeah, you grease percentage is currently sixty percent. <laughs> hey, Zach is checking in. Zach wants to say what's up. He says Crowder screwed him this bad. week. His team is softer than Wonder Bread. That's mm-hmm. soft. That's that was soft. I feel you, Zach. Man, like that's a lot of my bread. rosters. You put peanut butter on that Wonder Bread, you get a hole in it. I got invited <laughs> into an invitational league, and I'm zero and seven. <laughs> yeah, I've been, it, it's not just you, Mike. It's like <laughs> I'm not getting can... invited back. <laughs> I got no, you will get invited back. You'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of invitations, how are you guys doing on Scott Fishbowl? Moving on, um... <laughs> <laughs> my team. I am. I've gotten scored on the most of anybody in our division. So that's how it's going. I feel like I'm. I'm like fifth or sixth in points. I've just mm-hmm. had a rough go at it. I mean, quarterback play's been good. Everything else has just been just downhill from there. But we'll see. We got a lot of game left. My quarterback play is bad. I had Dak. <laughs> and then I also had Andy Dalton. And I had yeah. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Luckily, I have Tannehill. Oh, God. You know, so it's just it's just one of those things. Yeah, I'm it's it's bad. I, I'm oh. like two and five last I checked. And not in last place, though. I'll say that. That's good. I think, I think I'm, in I'm on, We're in week ninth? eight now, right? So I think I'm mm-hmm. four and three, which I'm is ninth, good. I think. I, I think I got the second most points in my division. But I got lucky this year because everybody told me my draft was terrible. But I, I got Herbert. I got Trey Burton in the 20th round. Ugh. I got, eight, I got <laughs> Antonio Brown in like the 12th or 13th. So I wasn't. I didn't drop him. I kept him. So I mean, it could work out for me. See how it goes, because uh, I just gotta, I gotta win that division so I can move on to the playoffs. I gotta, gotta support, gotta support the brand, the Dynasty Rewind Boys. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right. That's right. Booty. Right. <laughs> we are moving on now, Phil. All right. So that's Porkman's take the week. Um, so Porkman, just to clarify, when you say a wide receiver two, we're talking about twelve team leagues. 12-team league between okay. 13 to 24. Okay, perfect. So uh, Denzel Mims, wide receiver two against Chiefs. Hey, they're going to have to throw the ball. I don't hate yeah, that. I hate- and, well, he had four catches for 44 yards last week, and he did have a red zone target that he okay. just missed. So I see he, he does have a little bit of a rapport with Sam Darnold. He's throwing him the ball, which is a good thing. So we'll see how that goes. I, think- I really believe in this one. You think Chris Herndon could be a sneaky? No. No? Okay. He's a ghost. He's a ghost. That's the ghost that Sam Darnold's seeing out there. It's the ghost of Chris Herndon. So, (laughs) all right. So, again, Porkman's greasy take of the week. Denzel Mims, wide receiver two against the Kansas City Chiefs, where I expect uh, Pat Mahomes to start maybe maybe play a full half. But, uh, Chev, you got something for us this week, my man? Yeah, hopefully Mahomes is not playing a half. I need him to ball out in so many leagues. What he about have, Le'Veon Bell? He might have That's 50 points in that half, though, Chev, in all fairness. That is true. What are you guys <laughs> doing with Le'Veon Bell this week? Is he is he a start or is he a sit? I have him as a sit. I don't know. I would Even though he's going on. against the Jets. You can't you can do it. I mean, Andy Andy probably will get him a touchdown, but it's not going to win you a week. You have to you, – you can't do it. We're looking at like five carries, a touchdown, like seven yards. I think he'll get like a clean eight, nine carry for like <laughs> 60 yards. I like it. Which is, which is good, but you not know, terrible. That's not it. 
All right, boys. So this week, the verse is going to be coming out of Luke 6, 35. It says, but love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing. Sorry. And lend expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the most high. Oh, man. So right now we're going through election season. Everybody seems to be enemies at the moment, battling against each other, whether you vote for a Republican, Democrat, or independent, whatever you do. Or Kanye. Uh, vote for Kanye. <laughs> you vote for Kanye. <laughs> vote for ye. That's right. <laughs> Love your enemies, man. Um, we all we all got stuff going on in our lives. We all have stuff that's making us upset. I'm tired. Pork man is tired. Mike's tired from work. Uh, so I know I've had a short trigger the last couple of weeks. So uh, love your enemies, man. Love the people around you. Give them give them a high five. Give them a smile. Put some hand sanitizer on their hand. Do something for them this week. Um, be loving, be caring, and be kind. Uh, that's what I got for you guys this week. All right, Chev. Love it. Like always, my man. Uh, great having you back. Always good seeing your smiling face with that Bears hat on every <laughs> Friday night. Um, so we're, we're going to close it out here about an hour and 20 minutes in about 20 minutes longer than we wanted to but um hey listen want to let you guys know behind the scenes here we're already starting to talk about the offseason we are a dynasty based mm-hmm. fantasy football podcast and look we're not going to be that podcast that in february is still talking about 2020 we are going to hit it hard we're going to hit the ground running this mm-hmm. offseason uh we're going to have a full season of offseason of Nate Christian and um, he's excited to be here. We're excited to have him. And again, always big props to Garrett Price for everything that he's done for us in the fantasy community. We love Garrett. We still consider him a member of the Dynasty Rewind. To this day, he's always welcome on this podcast. He knows that. We all know that. But um, season's half over almost. It's going quick, man. Um listen to make it this far, honestly. It time. is. It is. But um, big things coming. From us guys over here at the, the Dynasty Rewind, um, check your lineups. Check these COVID scares. Make sure you're active on the waiver wire. But until then, Porkman's going to tell you where to find him on Twitter. You can find me at FFPorkman on Twitter. Beautiful. Find that beautiful bald head over on Twitter at <laughs> FFPorkman. Chev, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at ChevBoyardee with an I or sorry boys with an I also check out the dynasty vipers I know I haven't been writing over there but uh, we have a, it's a good group of people over there writing a bunch of articles uh doing injuries so good stuff happening over there well chef maybe if your boss let you go home at a decent hour you'd probably be able to do a little bit more writing um <laughs> no comment no comment but you can follow <laughs> Nate Christian on Twitter at Nate NFL and again like I always say his takes are not as generic as his name. If you are so inclined, you can follow me at the Embower 85. I would much prefer that you shall follow this show at Dynasty Rewind. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe, rate and view to our YouTube page. Also, hit that subscribe button. That way we pop right up in your feed. It pops up almost instantaneously. Um, that way you get us right away. First thing Saturday morning, we are there for you to do your weekend activities and listen to our voices so until next time everybody be kind please rewind thanks for watching thanks for listening we'll see you tuesday everyone all right gary